Hey friends, welcome to episode 67 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Today's conversation is going to be based on an article I wrote called Interesting Thoughts About Comparing Yourself to Others. We know that a lot of young people um, and even people in our age demographic, they compare themselves to others um, in social media, just in passing, like you just think and you imagine that somebody has just so much of a better life than yours. Um, and so just kind of the thoughts that go into that comparing yourself and some things to remember about that if you are uh, one of those people. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. This is the place where we talk about midlife hangups, what to let go of, what to hang on to, and how to move on and actually do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Welcome again to the Badass Midlife Podcast. I'm so happy you're here today. Today we're going to talk about the epidemic of comparing yourself to other people and really making sense of what is called the social comparison theory. Um, So you see this a lot when you have kids, um, even from a really early age, they're just comparing themselves to others. We're all looking from really early on in our lives, like really looking at other people and saying, how do I measure up? You know, how's their life better than mine? And you kind of imagine yourself in their house when you drive by and you imagine, you know, what their relationships are like and, you know, they're getting ready to go on vacation and then you see those photos and you're just like, wow, they really just have all of their shit together. But it's actually really counterproductive and can literally crush your soul. So just the idea that whatever you do, someone out there is just doing it better or has done it better. And like I said, from the time that we're little kids, we really start comparing what we have or what we do to what others have and do. And it it's how we kind of make sense of what our place is in the world and kind of a common way for people to evaluate themselves. Like we just need a ruler, you know, a yardstick. Like how do I decide if I'm doing well? So the social comparison theory was first proposed in 1954 by a psychologist named Leon Festinger. And he suggested that people really have an innate drive to evaluate themselves often in comparison to others. So it really is just our lizard brain just saying, this is how I'm going to decide if I'm doing well. And the later research then showed that those who compare themselves to others really do it quite regularly. And sometimes it's a motivator, but it could also lead to lower self-esteem, remorse and self-doubt. So you can imagine how that could happen. So you're comparing yourself and in some people, just depending on what what is your starting point from that moment that you're comparing yourself? Are you in a place where you can springboard up and say, oh, like they're doing that, if they can do it, I can do it. Or are you in a point where you're already a little bit down and then it can just pull you even down further and make it feel hopeless. And he believed that we engage in the comparison process of as a way of just establishing that benchmark. So this is how we evaluate ourselves. And so, like I said, if you have a weaker sense of self, this can just be a continual lifelong row of hurdles. 
and they just only get harder and harder as you go on. There's a quote that says, the only person you should try to be better than is who you were yesterday. Big, big statement. I don't know who said that. It's just one of those quotes that is online that says unknown. And I love it because, you know, really none of us know how much time we have left, right? So there's no sense in looking at somebody's lofty life and all of their wonderful stuff that's going on and say, I'm going to strive to do that big thing. No, the only thing you should really set your sights on is being better than you were yesterday. So to start out, there's two types of comparisons to understand, and it's really kind of helpful to identify what your own tendency is. And when you're evaluating them, recognize kind of if there's a familiar trap that might help you avoid a little hit to your self-esteem and keep you from feeling like you're just never gonna measure up. So there's the upward comparison. So simply put, this just means that we're looking at those people that we think have it better than we do or have their shit together, more successful than us. So this mode of comparing ourselves can be a motivator. If a friend has great success in getting in shape, it might push you to really focus your efforts to do the same. So we're just inspired by looking at that other person and the comparison. And then we start to tune in to what we can do to get success in the same way. Excuse me. There are cases, however, um, when you might get discouraged by those who are better at a skill. And this could keep you from pushing ahead or giving up. So here's a tip. If you are positively inspired by others, keep the upward comparison, but stay still focused on the fact that you are still a unique person. So don't let others' success lead you to an unrealistic goal. So even though you're being inspired by the comparison, you're still an individual. And when you use especially that weight Uh, loss example. Listen, friend, I can tell you that I've tried things that many people have tried. And because of the way my hormones are, some shit just doesn't work, right? Doesn't work for everybody. And I know that people in the health and fitness industry like to just make it super simple. But if they ignore, you know, our age and our hormones and our different levels of things in our bodies, It's just not gonna be the same. So it's really counterproductive to be inspired by those people and not remember that you are unique in your own way. So great, use the motivation, you know, to feel good and to kind of help give you a push, but just don't forget that everybody has their own uh, individual personality, challenges, environment, all of those things. So you might be able to get the the thing that you see, but it might involve a little bit of a different approach. So use it to your good, but don't let it pull you under. And then there's the downward comparison. So this happens when we're looking at those people that we think don't have their shit together as well as we do. And this might be used to make ourselves feel better about our abilities. This is kind of shitty. <laughs> Um, you know, we may not be great at something, but it is a comfort, at least that we're, 
were better than someone else. Now, that's not always bad. I know that sounds kind of bad, but it's like sometimes the way that this has played out in my life is that I'm a person in midlife and I feel really proud of my ability to kind of navigate technology. That's just something that I spent a lot of time learning and just, you know, looking at videos and trying to figure out how to do things. And it made me feel good that not everybody has those uh, abilities. And maybe it's because they just didn't have the time or maybe they didn't have the patience or maybe they just don't believe in themselves. But um, that's just like one little area where I thought, okay, that made me feel good that even though I'm not awesome at everything tech, at least I know a little bit more than some people in my age group that maybe haven't uh, applied as much time to it. Um, I still don't feel like you know, downward comparison is is useful in a lot of ways. But like when you think about raising kids, you know, you can you can fall into that where you're like, yeah, but look, you know, you got to to do this because you ran that much faster. So that's still good. So even though, you know, someone doesn't reach their goal, it, it helps to know that, you know, they exceeded expectations or or were a little bit better than someone else in the same you know um age group or something like that like it doesn't feel great all the time to do this and just like upward comparisons downward comparisons can be a slippery slope too because it's a it's okay to be proud of how far you've come but like too much of this can really lead you to become overly arrogant and maybe even complacent, which might keep you from setting new goals. If you really do think that you're all that and you're so much further ahead, like what's going to motivate you to keep going? So just a little bit of it sometimes helps. Um, but again, if you do it all the time, it is going to make you stay stagnant. So both directions of the comparison don't really guarantee the direction of the outcome. And they both can result in, you know, some negative and some positive effects. Friendly competition is a really healthy uh, thing and can be a really great motivator. And a lot of studies show that it can be really effective in pushing people to do more than they would have done alone. So a lot of times, a little friendly competition, uh, a little weight loss challenge. There are a lot of these apps now where you can uh, get many people to log in and you just do it still independently, but you're kind of challenged uh, with other people doing the same thing. And seeing others' success sometimes can really generate more of that desire to participate for ourselves. And that little sense of social socialization um, can really offer up some support. Like you feel like, okay, we're all in this shit together. Like, let's go, you know? Um, and so that is just one area where when you think about that little social comparison component, that can actually help. Um, but there are times when it can hurt. And I want you to be aware of this too, because, you know, I think this has happened to me so many times. Social comparison can make you feel worse. And this can happen when you're sitting here trying to compare yourself to people who are masters at something or highly skilled in a certain trait or have had such tremendous success. And what we forget is that everyone has their own 
different set of life circumstances and it gets you to where you are at this point in life and it it really outlines the abilities that you have and you have to stay really mindful of those differences and don't allow you know any kind of uh, envy or I don't want to say jealousy but you might even resent you know, just the success other people are having don't let that take over um, because you really need to stay in the right state of mind um, you know like I said it is easy to look at other people that are just leaps and bounds ahead of where you are or have just had so much success but they have different circumstances you know maybe they learned something more maybe they went to school for a thing maybe their kids uh, were out of the house sooner so they were able to start tackling their goals sooner than you were able to do that just stay mindful of the differences and don't let yourself get pulled into that feeling of well i don't know they did it i'm not able to do it and there's just something wrong with me theodore roosevelt called comparison the thief of joy and it really is i think he was right because while you can compare yourself and be motivated to improve it can also create some resentment as well so try to you know not get so pulled into um, being not aware of really the different circumstances that everyone has again like i said in the beginning everyone is unique so you can try the same thing but always be aware that you might have to modify you know a little bit modulate you know your approach because you're just a different person so we can't really talk about this kind of stuff without recognizing the social media trap my friend it can be so easy because we look at images pictures right pictures paint a thousand words and in our minds we see a picture and we're like oh their life oh their success oh their vacation like it can really have a negative impact on how we feel about ourselves but it's really important to remember people aren't sharing their worst days they're not sharing their failures you're never gonna see their shortcomings or all of the times that they didn't have a great vacation or they didn't have a great life they share the best of what they have to offer maybe even edited for a bigger effect so consider that you know people for some some sick reason they love to put their best stuff on there and amp it up turn up the volume and just make sure that the whole world knows that their life is just so blessed which is great but to an extent right just be a normal person and just put your good stuff out there put your subpar stuff out there put it all out there you know no one wants to see that there's really no uh, time that your life has been a disappointment like we all know we have that stuff so don't you know don't be pulled into those people that only show off the best now on the flip side of that while social media definitely gets a bad rap there are also cases where the opposite can be true and I feel like this has happened to me as well when we're happy and we feel hopeful and positive 
if we're able to enjoy images of that and other happy people that have had success and that are doing great, it can help keep us on track and it really helps us feel good about what we're doing, keeps it more realistic. We're like, okay, yeah, like this feels great. I'm doing it, they're doing it. They had great success doing it, so why not? I'm gonna do it. So keep those uh, both sides of that coin in mind. So, you know, you know the family, you know the people I'm talking about that all they post is the good stuff. And uh, it's almost like you see something pop up and you're like, I roll like I, what now? You know, what absolutely perfect thing did, you know, did you guys have happen to you this week? And it's great. I, I want, and I'm sure everyone does, wants people to have a great life. But let's stay realistic, okay? That's not always real. And if you get pulled into that, it can really, really harm your idea of the quality of your life. And I just don't want you to do that because let's stay really, really uh, true to what we know. And that is that everybody's life sucks sometimes. And just because there are people that don't want to share that doesn't mean it's not actually happening to them too. So bottom line on social comparison here, it's normal. It's normal. Don't feel bad about comparing yourself to others. We all do it. There are times that it makes us feel better and there are times that it can hurt us and really lead us to some negative results. So the determining factors revolve around who we are and who we're comparing ourselves to. Remember, we're each born with our own set of skills our strengths, our circumstances, our health, and that our success or failure is in no way determined or limited by those we're comparing ourselves to. So so really channel into that uniqueness of yourself. You're born with your own set of skills. You know, I heard something uh, in a book, an audio book I was listening to about, you know, I can't remember if it was Maya Angelou or somebody like that that said may you live long enough to really know what your purpose was in life and i think that's a really great thing to say because we all have that we all have our own skills our purpose our thing that we're supposed to give to the world so you can't really attach yourself too much to what other people are doing because we really are individuals and that that our own success and failure isn't really determined by anybody that we're comparing ourselves to. So a huge helpful tip to kind of resist getting pulled in is to focus on gratitude. Live in a state of appreciation for what you have and what you've already achieved and stay hopeful that you're gonna continue to grow and improve and that if you continue on that track, life can get you wherever you wanna go and get you whatever you desire. There are times that gratitude can be hard, especially when you're going through some hard times or when you feel afraid or like maybe life has just kind of left you behind that everything kind of started going so fast and somehow you're you're left behind. Um, But there is some really good evidence that focusing on what has gone right and gratitude leads to higher levels of optimism and it really diminishes whatever negative effect 
social comparisons might have to you. So a couple tips on developing gratitude. This is so cheesy sounding, but listen, it actually works. Make a list every day of things that you're grateful for in your life. So three to five things. So three to five things that you are so grateful for that are just, that make your life special and make it unique. And it could be simple, right? But they are not little just because they're simple. If you have a healthy family and a and a home that you love and enjoy and the best coffee you can afford and sheets that you love when you crawl into bed at night, those are all amazing things that happen. So make that little list of things that you're grateful for. Next, <clears throat> don't repeat an area or a specific situation. So don't list off each child or each good thing about work. Just just find unique things. Don't say I'm I'm grateful for daughter number 1, I'm grateful for for daughter number 2. Like healthy kids, grateful for your family, that's good. But really try to push yourself to find different areas that you are grateful for. Be consistent in a gratitude journaling practice and really challenge yourself to think of different things. So health, family, a job, home, your friends, your creativity, different skills that you have. Also use abstracts. For example, like instead of being grateful for a specific thing, focus on a time. For example, when I reflect on some of my darkest financial times, I realize how fortunate I am now. So kind of like take yourself back to times that you felt like not that great and realize that you have come a long way. And then finally, reframe the negative. When bad things happen, they can really stir up feelings of disappointment and frustration and make it really hard to focus on positive when everyone else's life is just like plugging along, like going according to plan. So really grateful recasting or recalling a positive part of a negative event has really been proven to heal disturbing feelings or heal old negative thoughts. So gratitude, my friend, I know it's cheesy, but it's so, so real, gets you in a really good space. I like to do it when I'm out for my walk because things are beautiful, you know, weather's beautiful, the trees, the sounds, the sun, just be living in a society where we have so much abundance and that so much is available to us. Just really be grateful for those things and it'll help you uh, keep from getting pulled into a lot of the negative stuff. So like I said, too much in any direction of you know social comparison, it can be har harmful. So just take a little second to understand where you are in your life and your own life circumstances and find ways that your circle of friends and socializing and just really being open can really help you stay positive and have that attitude of gratitude. It will definitely pay off. That's all I have for you today, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed these little thoughts about comparing yourself to others. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Hey friends, once again, help a sister out. Tell your friends about the Badass Midlife Podcast. I would love to grow our listenership here. It's so fun to connect with you and give us a five-star review and leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. 